0: Day 9 at the Novena to Our Lady, with quotes from John Paul II's encyclical, Redemptoris Martyr. At the end of the daily liturgy of the hours, among the invocations addressed to Mary by the Church is the following Loving Mother of the Redeemer, Gate of Heaven, Star of the Sea, Assist your people who have fallen. Yet strive to rise again. To the wonderment of nature, you bore your Creator. To the wonderment of nature, these words of the antiphon express that wonderment of faith which accompanies the mystery of Mary's divine motherhood. In a sense, it does so in the heart of the whole of creation, and directly. In the heart of the whole people of God, in the heart of the Church. How wonderfully far God has gone, the Creator and Lord of all things, in the revelation of Himself to man. How clearly He has bridged all the spaces of that infinite distance which separates the Creator from the creature. If, in himself, he remains ineffable and unsearchable, still more ineffable and unsearchable is he in the reality of the Incarnation of the Word, who became man through the Virgin of Nazareth. If he has eternally willed to call man to share in the divine nature, it can be said that he has matched the divinization of man to humanity's historical conditions so that even after sin, he is ready to restore at a great price the eternal plan of his love through the humanization of his Son, who is of the same being as himself. The whole of creation, and more directly man himself, cannot fail to be amazed at this gift in which he has become a sharer in the Holy Spirit God so loved the world that he gave his only Son At the center of this mystery in the midst of this wonderment of faith stands Mary As the loving mother of the Redeemer she was the first to experience it To the wonderment of nature, you bore your Creator. The words of this liturgical antiphon also express the truth of the great transformation which the mystery of the Incarnation establishes for man. It is a transformation which belongs to his entire history, from that beginning which is revealed to us in the first chapters of Genesis until the final end in the perspective of the end of the world, of which Jesus has revealed to us neither the day nor the hour. It is an unending and continuous transformation between falling and rising again, between the man of sin and the man of grace and justice. The Advent liturgy in particular is at the very heart of this transformation and captures its unceasing here and now when it exclaims assist your people who have fallen yet strive to rise again these words apply to every individual every community to nations and peoples and to the generations and epochs of human history to our own epoch to these years of the millennium which is drawing to a close assist Yes, assist your people who have fallen. This is the invocation addressed to Mary, the loving mother of the Redeemer, the invocation addressed to Christ, who through Mary entered human history. Year after year, the antiphon rises to Mary, evoking that moment which saw the accomplishment. Of this essential historical transformation, which irreversibly continues, the transformation from falling to rising. Mankind has made wonderful discoveries and achieved extraordinary results in the fields of science and technology. It has made great advances along the path of progress and civilization, and in recent times one could say that it has succeeded in speeding up the pace of history. But the fundamental transformation, the one which can be called original, constantly accompanies man's journey, and through all the events of history, accompanies each and every individual. It is the transformation from falling to rising, from death to life, it is also a constant challenge to people's consciences, a challenge to man's whole historical awareness. The challenge to follow the path of not falling in ways that are ever old and ever new, and of rising again if a fall has occurred. As she goes forward with the whole of humanity, towards the frontier between the two millennia, the Church, for her part, with the whole community of believers and in union with all men and women of good will, takes up the great challenge contained in these words of the Marian Antiphon. The people who have fallen yet strive to rise again. And she addresses both the Redeemer and his mother with the plea, assist us. For, as this prayer attests, the Church sees the Blessed Mother of God in the saving mystery of Christ and in her own mystery. She sees Mary deeply rooted in humanity's history, in man's eternal vocation, according to the providential plan which God has made for him from eternity. She sees Mary maternally present and sharing in the many complicated problems which today beset the lives of individuals, families and nations. She sees her helping the Christian people in the constant struggle between good and evil to ensure that it does not fall, or, if it has fallen, that it rises again. I hope with all my heart that the reflections contained in the present encyclical will also serve to renew this vision in the hearts of all believers. Consecration to Jesus through the Immaculate Heart of Mary Most lovable and adorable Jesus, who suffered your passion to save us, I adore your ever-glorified heart, you who willed, though being God, to submit in all things to Mary, your Holy Mother. In spite of my littleness and my poor love, I desire to respond to the immense love of your sacred heart, so as to unite myself ever more closely with you, I turn to this incomparable Mother, whom you have given to me. I consecrate myself to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, so as better to belong to you. I greet you, O Mary, Immaculate Virgin, Queen of Heaven and Earth, sure refuge of the sinner I am. Hail Mary, beloved daughter of the Father, mother of the Son, faithful spouse of the Holy Spirit. Secure in your hands I renew my baptismal promises, and through you I give myself entirely to Jesus Christ, my King, my Saviour and my God. I choose you today with joy as my mother and my Queen and I entrust to you my life and my soul. I want to love you and to make you loved, to serve you and to receive from you every grace, so that you can make me worthy of Jesus. Incomparable Mother, to this end give me the grace to be amongst those whom you teach, lead and protect. To be worthy of these privileges, I promise to go to confession regularly, To receive Jesus in the Eucharist. To observe the commandments of God. To pray every day and to recite the rosary. To be a source of unity through a great love for the Pope, the bishops and the priests, and through fidelity to the faith. Help me to flee from sin. Protect me from selfishness, lies, impurities and all harm. Make me so perfect an imitator of Christ that I can, through your intercession and your example, come to resemble him in all things. And since I belong to you, O my mother, keep me and defend me, now and at the hour of my death. Amen.